Foxtel, for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Sensational effort. The Ruck. FX Pro Super Rugby. Coming your way until August. The biggest season ever. It's Rugby Supercharged. Yes, indeed. So much to share with you on this edition of The Ruck, coming you for, to you from all over the eastern seaboard. Uh, Timmy Horan, of course, is in Brisbane. Matty Burke is in the Sydney studios, two squires here in Melbourne, uh, where it's just wall-to-wall rebels. That's all anybody wants to talk about. It's phenomenal. Uh, huge news overnight, obviously. Jonathan Thurston will sign for the Waratahs uh, next season. Uh, Berkey. Were you aware of this that, that that was even in the air? I wasn't aware of it, Tony. No, not at all. It's um, I heard I heard they were going to do a raid on some of the rugby league players. Now the mm. salary cap is coming in next year as well. They're trying yep. to introduce that. So, in effect, it's it's uh, it's well, in a, it, losing players of 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 rugby side on the rugby side, then picking mm. up gains of, of the rugby league side. So. Big call. Yeah, huge call. They've got to be very careful, haven't they? Because obviously there was only a couple of successes. I mean, Lottie Takiri was a huge success in, in rugby. Wendell Sala, you'd say, well, yeah, just a pass mark. And mm. those players obviously went back to, to rugby league. So mm. they've got to be careful. Ad- adaptability in the backs is a lot easier than in the forwards. Are you guys just going with me on this? Or, or because it is, have you checked the date? On your newspaper, I'm. Um, <laughs> it is the first of April. Did you really believe that Jonathan Thurston had signed? No, 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 uh, he's he's I, come, I was he's with come you. across. <laughs> I was with you, Tony. <laughs> he's come I across. Knew Berkey wasn't with us. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a direct line to him. I was about to Joe the other night. <laughs> Berkey, Berkey, what happened? What's going on in your head, Berkey? You, now, just, is this? Is this <laughs> See, is this the double get? That's no, all yeah. I'm saying. You think oh, I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got no idea for a minute. I thought both of you had ganged up on me. I thought, oh, no. What, what's <laughs> going to happen? Flipping through the newspaper. <laughs> it's not <laughs> on the back page. It's not even on the front page. The uh, what, what time's your clock show too, Berkey? Did, yeah, did you adjust for daylight saving? I was up at, uh, I was up at 6.30 this morning, which really? was 5.30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, so. is, it is 2012. You're up with the year as well. Everything's all ready, is it? How many clocks did you have to change? I don't deserve this Yes, I'm going. <laughs> John O'Neill just drove off the road in his car. He's listening to us this morning. What happened? I wasn't part of that negotiation. Oh dear. In terms of uh, Timmy, because your evening, you're in Perth yesterday. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Berkey. Yeah, you're right. You're in Perth yesterday calling that game late. Then you've done the red eye. And then, of course, there's the daylight saving. It doesn't affect you because you're a Queenslander. Uh, how are you feeling this morning? No, I'm on fine. It was a uh, pretty decent match over there in Perth last night. I think I spent eight hours over there, so I flew across to Perth and, and commentated on the game. It was a wonderful um, game by the Western Force, which we'll talk about in detail later, but uh, they've got a really good crowd there at NIB Stadium, and the Reds, you know, they're leaking some tries, over 100 points in the last two games. If people have only just woken up and, and uh, woken up early like Berkey and uh, not realised it was April Fool's Day, <laughs> <laughs> the Reds were trounced by the Western Force, 45-19. to 19. Just, um, just before we keep going, boys, I just got yes. one thing for you, Tony. Can I yes. just say that you're a... Uh... <laughs> Was that, that that probably wasn't long enough. Let's try. It wasn't try long again. enough. Hang on a second. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. Right. How's that? Yeah, well, I think you've just double did yourself there, fella. <laughs> Twice you've gone. Highlanders 43 beat the Rebels 12. The Cheetahs 47 over the Hurricanes 38. If you've How just woken up. If anyone oh. hasn't seen that game, the Cheetahs were just unbelievable. They were behind by 21 points and came back to beat the Hurricanes. Well, there was a, wasn't it? There were a lot of comeback uh, efforts. Well, the Brumbies nearly did it, didn't they? 29 they were beaten, 29-26 by the Sharks. But, gee, they were gone for all money and then they come back. I'm going to talk to Jack White later on, by the way. Uh, Chiefs 30. Uh, the Waratahs 13 uh, that was a bit of a smash on there in the second half Force 45 the Reds 19 as Timmy says we'll get into that in more detail as well the Crusaders over the Lions 23-13 the Stormers 20 the Bulls 17 we'll speak to Jake White I've got a test for both Matt Burke and Tim Horan already I know that Tim's going to win it just from Matt's start uh, it's all happening it is the ruck it is April Fool's Day enjoy yourself oh, well, good on you, <laughs> <laughs> got him for every super rugby game every week Live and exclusive. Call Foxtel 131787. One of the greats, Australian Paul Kelly and Dumb Things. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Tim Hoare and Matt Burke, Tony Squires with you. Speaking of dumb things, as we like to do, Matty Burke, I'm not bringing you in on that, just specifically huh? for you. Uh, uh, but I would like you, because of your, your mastery of, of the language, I'd like you to tell the story of Andreas Becker, the Storm player. Uh, and, uh, I was really keen and interested to hear what he had to uh, say about flying, why he loves to fly. Did you see that quote, Matt? It was an interesting one, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, he um, he got to the point where he did the interview with uh, one of their magazines over in South Africa. Yeah, and um, and he came up with the uh, the idea that um, uh, about travelling basically, and it was about love of flying yes. as in planes, because yeah. everyone wants to fly, and it would save on petrol. That's not mm-hmm. a bad call, is it? It's a very uh, obviously <laughs> aviation fuel so cheap, so uh, cheap <laughs> these days, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the it's usually the Fords that make those. Actually, I remember back in uh, in our, our, our day, Chris Latham, a wonderful fullback for the Reds over many many years, and yeah. we were actually over in South Africa. And um, Chris Latham, the game before, we were actually playing the, the the Bulls later on that week, and Chris Latham, the game before, uh, scored three tries. So all the reporters were um, around him after the training and wanted to know what he was up to. And and they the second question they said to him, he said, "So, uh, Chris, uh, what, what do you um, what, what you're looking forward to, uh, Brackpan?" And Chris Latham said, uh, um, yes, I am. I've heard he's got a really good pass on his left-hand side. He's a really strong runner, and I, I love the way he's been playing the last few games. And the reporters all looked blank in the face, and um, the embarrassed reporter said, um, Chris, uh, Brackpan is the city where you're playing. <laughs> uh, Chris Latham looked back and said, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah I knew that. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. The city where you were last night, Timmy Horan, you are in Perth, uh, the Force and the Reds. Last week, I put it to you right towards the end of the show. How difficult will it be for the Reds? Is it, you know, all up for the Reds? You said they can come back. Or is it their performance, as you said, leaking points is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, over 100 points have leaked in the last two games. But I think you've got to look at... Everyone looks at the Reds' performance, and then I suppose you've really got to look at the, the performance of the Western Force and how mm. well they started the game. They had a really good uh, pattern of play. They had a great game plan. Pocock, the captain, was brilliant. Hodson as well. Uh, Nick Cummings uh, went from the wing to outside centre, and they really rushed the, the Reds' attack. And in the first... I think it was the first 35 minutes, the Reds had 20 of the ball. So they hardly had the ball. They were defending. When they got the ball, they were dropping the ball. Uh, Brett Sheehan, the halfback for the Western Force, was man of the match, was outstanding. Um, ben Seymour came on at fly half for an injury that James Stannard received, and he was sensational. So I walked into the Reds dressing room after the match, and, and the guys were very disappointed. James Horwell was uh, now no... They all realise that the season's on the line this week uh, against the... the, 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 the uh, sorry, the... Um, 
I'll get it out, the Brumbies on Friday night. So um, to, to be able to play the Brumbies, they're on top of the franchise uh, table. So it's going to be a difficult game. Matty, what about the force? I mean, they are, they're in Perth. Well, I say I'm talking out of Melbourne here, and, and, and the Rebels are trying to get a foothold into the rugby and, and, and doing well. But certainly Perth, with the, that midway between here and South Africa, there is a huge rugby population there. That team is building and going from strength to strength, isn't it? They are going well, I, I think, boys, and, and, and more for the fact that, yes, they're getting the support from, I suppose, a few expats that are over in, in Perth at the same time, but they're playing a, a pretty good style of rugby. I think when they when when they came to Sydney last year and they played Waratahs, if you remember, Richard Graham said, "We'll kick the ball long. Waratahs yep. will kick it back. We'll get the crowd to boo, and then we'll be able to. Uh, we'll bore them to death. We'll yep. bore them to death. We'll make. <laughs> we'll force them into mistakes. Yeah. And I think that was a that was the the wrong thing to do because they can play well. Um, Stannard at uh, at ten the last couple of weeks has been throwing it around. Obviously, he went off last night, but he's been throwing it around. They've actually had some continuity in the game, which is fantastic to see. And and, and more for the fact that because they are one. Team town, I suppose. Everyone's getting their uh, their dose of rugby over there. They have to play well, and they've been playing, even though they lost uh, against the Rebels last week or the week before, I should say. They're, they're actually playing some good rugby. They've got some good players there. Pocock there is no doubt setting the the tone in terms of follow me, boys, and and uh, and let's get out there and, and really rip in. So I like the way they're playing. Uh, Timmy, obviously it was a hit-run exercise for you last night, you know, into Perth and, and straight back out again. But do you get a sense of uh, with the atmosphere at the ground you said was good? Do you get a sense of, of how well it's going or not? Yeah, you do. I mean, they've got to string some games together now, but prior to last night's performance, they'd only won three of 15 home yep. games that they'd played at NIB Stadium, the they new got, stadium. They've they got four in a row now, game. haven't they? So, well, four home well games. now they've got four home games in, in a row. So yep. they need to get some con- consistency going because um, the supporters are there, the Sea of Blue is there, and they play the Chiefs on Good Friday, uh, and that's going to be a massive match. But if they can string another game together, that can really um, start your season. But... Uh, You've really got to put yourself against the New Zealand teams. That's when you realise yep. whether you're actually going to be competitive or not. You can see the Waratahs um, on Friday, on Saturday that they struggled against the Chiefs. That's where you got to sort of. That's the litmus test is against those New Zealand teams. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll put it to you again. Season's over for the Reds. No, it's only early days for the yes. Reds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, still, it is still only early. For, for every side, it's still early. Yeah. You can look at the, the Brumbies. The Brumbies, they you know they, they have to keep... Now they've got close in a couple of home games. Obviously, on the weekend, they lost against the Sharks. But weekend before that, they're actually playing a really good brand of rugby under Jake White. I, I, I think, Timmy, you can more so say that they've realised now the, the contrasting seasons. Last year, they had hardly any injuries. This year, they've had you know plenty, and they're just struggling to find a team to fit on the park. You know, the, the guys that fitted in last night were, I mean, yes, they're good rugby players, but not up to that level as of yet. And, and fortunately, they didn't make that debut against the Bulls the week before. It would have been crushing. Yeah, yeah but it's a really good challenge for you and McKenzie now as coach because he hasn't had this before, three losses mm. in a row. Um, hasn't had happened since back about 2009. So for, for him and for the champions, it's a great challenge to get back and, on, on the winning ways in the next couple of weeks. All right, and uh, later in the ruck, we will chat with supercoach Jake White uh, next. So it is the quiz. We are pitting Matt Burke against Tim Horan. 
Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Monarchy of Roses. This is the Ruck Your Sunday Rugby Show. Tony Squires, Matt Burke, Tim Horan with you on this April 1st. Jonathan Thurston, as we revealed earlier, has, having signed for the Waratahs next year. Matt Burke went for it. Hook, line and or sinker. I just found some pliers too. I've just got those mm-hmm. three hooks out of the lip as well, so thanks, Tony. Oh, honestly, straight for it. Was it you, that you just thought that you hadn't read the papers properly? Probably well, uh, didn't have time to. I thought there might have been a sealed section or something in the paper that uh, <laughs> maybe you got down in Melbourne perhaps at the same time. I was frantic. I was on the phone at the same time thinking, how good is Maybe they should have got, no, they shouldn't have got Lockyer out of this time. <laughs> the old sealed section. Wish they'd bring that back in oh, rugby league week. Hilarious. The sealed section. Else, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So just further along that way, because Matty Burke uh, did go for that, we thought we'd test both of you uh, again over the past few weeks just to get people to know you two a little more. Obviously, they know you're running around in Wallabies jerseys. Uh, they know you in commentary. <clears throat> How well do they know you? Uh, so I'm just rather, I'd like to pit the two of you against each other mm. today. So it's a very simple operation. You're going to have to use your names as your buzzers in this quiz. Person. If you would mind... Thurston is very good. I'll be Thurston today. You can be Thurston, all right then. Uh, Timmy, if you could test your buzzer for me, please. Yep, fools. F- fools! <laughs> Fools and Thurston. Fools gold. All right, okay. Fools and Thurston is terrific. You're ready to go, boys. This is a very simple uh, quiz. Uh, The first question is, what is the missing letter in this famous Aussie rock and roll band? A-C blank C. Tim? Yes, fools. (laughs) Yes, fools. Can I answer now? You can do whatever you like. You've buzzed you buzzed in, so you should. You can't Google it now, yeah. Tim. You, you can C. answer C. Well, as I said, this is a multiple choice. A-C-D. So yes, C would be letter. the C would be D. So it would be uh, sorry. C would be A C C C. I'll go again. It's a, a multiple choice. You ready? A oh, multiple choice. Okay, yes. Roll the pen. Is the answer A B B C C D or D A? <laughs> Tim, <laughs> where are you going with this, Tony? <laughs> A, it's B. multiple choice. Sorry, it is multiple choice. Person, mm-hmm. be B. Yes, B. So that would make it C. A, C, C, C. No, that's incorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Anastasia Cooper. <laughs> it is, in fact, C, which was the letter D, A, C, D, C. So uh, I'm going to give you one for fools. Question number two. National anthems, Matty Burke, we know that you love them very, very much. Exactly. Uh, in the only true Australian national anthem, Kaysan by Cole Chisel, how long does it take to fly from Sydney to Hong Kong? Thurston. Fools. Yes, Thurston. Oh. Long yes. time. A long time. Fools. Seven mighty hours. I'll be landing in Hong Kong. Let's check the tape. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his national anthem. Of course, it is seven flying hours. That would be two nil. All right. Uh, want to know how much you know about forwards. Again, this is a multiple choice. What word is missing from this meaningful and magnificent phrase uh, referees use when setting a scrum? Uh, uh, multiple choice. So hold on. Crouch, touch, blank, engage. Is it A, settle, B, kiss, C, pause, or D, squeeze? Fools. Yes, fools. Pause. It is indeed. Pause. Crouch, touch, pause, engage. After that, you're married. All right, question (laughs) number four. True or false, law 1.1b of rugby states that the playing surface should be grass but may also be sand, snow, clay or artificial grass. True or false? Fools. Fools. Yes, fools. True. It is indeed true. You can play on clay, no hey, worries Berkey, at all. Is Berkey's uh, buzzer working? Yeah, can, can we, we test check? that, please? Get some technicians in. Uh, are, you, are you okay, Berkey? 
Berkey? Not, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, boys. Where are you? <laughs> I was just making a coffee with two. <laughs> White and two. And the final question, can it make a clean sweep for fools for Timmy Horan? In four words... <laughs> No, okay. I cannot. All right. I want the four <laughs> words that perfectly, as we've heard week and week after, four words that perfectly describe the game fools. of rugby. Yes, fools. It's a man's game. Let's hear it. It's a man's game. Yeah. Oh, bang. You have nailed it, my friend. Tim Horan, a 5-0 clean sweep <laughs> on the <laughs> Rugby quiz. Well played, man. This is a ruck. Foxtel. For every super rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131787. That's Oasis. Wall, And this is the ruck. Your Sunday rugby show, Tony Squires, Matt Burke, Tim Horan with you. It is a great pleasure. Now we welcome to the program uh, the superstar coach of the Brumbies, Jake White. Good morning and uh, welcome to the show, Jake. Uh, good morning. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Well, you offered the uh, the fans in Canberra an extra five minutes of footy last night, and desperately trying to run down the Sharks. Just didn't quite get there, but uh, it doesn't alter the fact it's been a terrific start to the season for you, hasn't it? Yeah. Look, I mean, it uh, would be nice to get across the line and win the game. I mean, in fact, we debated about it afterwards and said, should we have gone for the draw when we were in front of the poles? There, we could have maybe gone for a field goal, but. You know, just again, I suppose, just complimenting the nature of the team. You know, they never never say die. I mean, at one point, a lot of players would have thought that they were dead and buried, but the way they've come back every season, and I mean, every game this season has been fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal. We'd like to have got the win there and given ourselves a crack at being, you know, a little bit further ahead in the conference, but that's the way it is, and it's a tough competition. Jake Berkey here. I, I, was, I did notice that last night about the, you know, working your way up the field. I, I guess that... It's, it goes to show that the team is, is confident in their ability to be able to score, pardon me, score a try. Ben Mullen spoke about that during the week, and I really like the direction that you guys are giving to that team. Yeah, Matt, you know, that, that, that's exactly it. I mean, as I said, I don't want to dampen the enthusiasm. You know, I thought, you know, we, we learn from that. Maybe next time we know we've got to try and set up and take the draw and, you know, just cover our bets. But, you know, I suppose at the same time afterwards, they said they just felt that they could score. And that's a great attribute to have. It's a great place to be as a team, you know, knowing that you can keep the ball, you know, literally from your 22 from a kickoff and keep it through 14 phases. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, I think that one of the things that we sort of really pushed this this season is is we just got to learn every week from our mistakes and just make sure that the things that we've we sort of experience in games, we take forward to the next game. So, I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than this. The champions away at Suncorp Stadium. And Jake, Tim here, how have you moulded these young players that are coming through? You've got guys like Joe Timoni who scored two tries last week and also Mog at fullback and a lot of younger players. Obviously, yourself and Ben Moen, how do you mould this young group together to, to get the, the... I suppose what it looks like, you've just bred some confidence in these guys to go forward. Yeah, Tim, you know, one of the things that we, I suppose, not just me, but I think it's in rugby, is if you get people to feel as though they're happy and you get them to feel as though they're part of the whole organisation. And, you know, we've got something unique in Canberra. It's a small town. We live together. You know, we, we, we eat breakfast and lunch together. They're, you know, basically our whole rugby program is based on getting to know each other and spending a bit of time together. And, and there's nothing much else to do other than talk rugby here. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great thing here, you know. Just talking about that, Ben Moen, you mentioned that name. He was a bloke that last year I would have thought would have been a terrific Waratahs captain. He's been a terrific addition for you. What does he bring to the table? See, you know, he's uh, he's captain of junior side who's played in the World Cup final uh, and lost to South Africa. So he's been there. He's captain a lot of boys who are now playing for the Wallabies. I mean, he's a respected junior captain. 
I think he blends uh, well with the team. You know, he gets on well with the senior players, and he and he really brings out the best in the junior boys in the squad. So you know, he's uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's 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 definitely a guy who's added a massive amount of value and experience to this organisation, and and I'm sure that the juniors enjoy having him there because he talks sense, and when he does talk, you know, obviously they listen. Jake, uh, the great history about the Brumbies. Obviously, they won the competition a couple of times, and you've got some uh, some old senior players, if that's the case there, Larkham and, and, and Grigham, uh steering the ship with you at the same time. Is, is Griggs actually doing anything, or is he just making coffees for the team and you? <laughs> nah, I must be honest. Though. Griggs, is, uh, he's been good value. You know, if he's behind the scenes, Griggs not one to be in your face, and uh, you know, doesn't need to have all the glamour and limelight and all that sort of stuff. So, But he's, he's continually talking to the halfbacks. You know, he's continually working through some stuff on video footage. He came down on Tuesday, spent some time with the halfbacks, so you know, he, uh, he, he whenever we need him, he's, he's more than willing to come down. We appreciate he's obviously got other commitments, but just having him around, you know, I was speaking to Ian Pryor last night and he was just saying, that he, you know, as a young boy, watch Greg and Larkin play and now he can sit in the same room as them and ask them questions about mm-hmm. his rugby and, and, you know, sometimes has to pinch himself to realise that how lucky he is to have those sort of guys around. Jake, I want to ask you about your thoughts on the South African teams because they're really performing well in this tournament at the moment and you coming from South Africa with your patterns of play to Australia. I mean, the Sharks have been playing some really good rugby as we saw against you on, on Saturday last night. Um, the Cheetahs even you know, surprising a fair few teams the way they're playing and, and obviously the Bulls, and but more importantly the Stormers, they're undefeated, the only undefeated side now in Super Rugby competition. Yeah, Tim, you know, it's been interesting. I, I was, I mean, really thought that the South African side would struggle post-World Cup, you know. I just thought that with a lot of players leaving and a lot of players retiring, and I just thought there would probably be a bit of a building stage. But, I mean, all credit to them. They, they seem to have just kept the momentum going. You know, I think in some ways, I think Australia maybe, and I talk now as an Australian, we probably missed the beat there, you know. We should have maybe picked bigger squads and maybe been allowed to maybe have more in the salary cap or whatever the story is I've said that to the to the ARU and to the people involved in Australian rugby you know we had a, we, had, we had an opportunity this year to really put a bit of heat on the South African sides but while they were rebuilding the last thing we need now is them to get confidence mm. you know and uh, and get the feeling that they can beat Australian sides and then you know we try and play catch up for the next four years leading into the next World Cup but you know it's still early days Tim. I mean I'm just saying that into week six let's see what happens you know it's the, there's a long way to go in this competition and they still all got to play each other home and away so We'll have to have a look and see where we end up. There's been talk, obviously, uh, earlier in the season about you and, and back in coaching international rugby, and you obviously wanted to clear things up and get things straight for this season and beyond. Uh, you're obviously enjoying your time in Canberra, just talking footy and not politics? Yeah, look, I mean, I'm just enjoying coaching. I mean, the reality is I just enjoy what I do, and uh, it's great to be here. I mean, to mention now the history of the Brumbies, you know, two super rugby competitions, a lot of Wallabies, a lot of Wallaby captains, a lot of players who've you know, played a hundred times for Australia. You know, in fact, out of the five we've played a hundred times for Australia, four have come from Canberra. So it's a fantastic place to be. It's a fantastic part of the world to be in when it comes to rugby. And I mean, obviously, I'd like to coach international rugby again. Anyone who's been at that level wants to be benchmarked against the best in the world. But at this point in time, it's it's really good to be in Canberra, and it's wonderful to be part of an organisation like the Brumbies. Hey, Jake, I just want to ask you. Um, just at the start of our show, we uh, you mightn't have heard it, but. Um, that um, Tony Squires mentioned that um, Jonathan Thurston has signed with the Waratahs. Have you got any thought on that? Yeah, look, I mean, it's funny. I spoke to Eddie Jones uh, a couple of weeks back, and uh, he was—he actually mentioned his name to me. And uh, you know, one of the things I do confide in with Eddie is just in terms of the players and and the, and the sort of getting players from rugby league across to rugby union. 
Look, I think uh, there's merit in it. And I think that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, I suppose that the Waratahs, if they're lucky enough to get and recruit guys like that, that, that's great. But for me, Tim, I suppose the most important thing for where we are as a group is we had about a 55, 60% turnover of, of players this year. And I think we need to just get some balance first. And hopefully this time next year, we'll have a look and see what we need to pull in with our squad to make sure we can go up another level. But at this point in time, I, you know, we get, we're a happy bunch and uh, we've got to just try and keep them together for two years. Well, you're doing a brilliant job, Jake White. Uh, thank you so much for being part of the rugby, the rugby, the rugby show. Lovely to talk to you, and all the best uh, with uh, this season and beyond. No, thank you. Thanks very Get much. Good on you, Jake. Nice Cheers. Good on, Jake. Thank you. There he is, Jake White, the Brumbies coach, and uh, <clears throat> Tim Horan. Explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those listeners who've just jumped in their car, taking their kids to uh, Bunnings or to uh, Club Rugby, it is the 1st of April, April Fool's Day, and we put it to Matt Burke earlier the, uh, in the show that was I, was Jonathan... I that, was that bad? That wasn't bad. That was good. You <laughs> resign that bad? Sorry, Jonathan Jimmy. Thurston continue to explain. Yeah, yeah, we, we all said that Jonathan Thurston had signed with the Waratahs, but of course he hasn't. It's April Fool's Day, and, and uh, we better call Jake White up very quickly. Um, I didn't want to correct him on air. Know. I didn't want to correct him on air, Timmy, because he's such a nice bloke, and I thought, oh, no, I don't want to... That was well, obviously it was a very good April Fool that John, people believe that Jonathan Thurston will sign for rugby. This is the Rucker Sunday Rugby it's my, Show. It's my campaign. I'm going to get him down the Waratahs now. <laughs> Berkey, it's your job to call call Jake White right now. <laughs> I'm on it. Foxtel for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel one three one seven eight seven. This is the Rucker Sunday Rugby Show. Tony Squires, Matt Burke, Tim Horan, uh, just owing Jake White, the coach of the ACT Brumbies, a little bit of an apology. We did put the question to him, which I had from the top. Given that it is April Fool's Day that Jonathan Thurston had signed with the Waratahs, uh, we thought he'd jump straight back at us, but uh, what he did was reveal that he thought it was absolutely true and hunky-dory and a terrific move. Uh, Jake, we, we didn't mean to uh, you know, alienate you whatsoever, and I'm sure he's laughing as we speak, Tim. If not, it's your fault because you, you asked the question. Oh, that's right. Yeah, poor result uh, from the Brumbies last night, but he'll get back on board. But also, around the world, Tony, yes. um, people last week may have seen that we were following the first Rugby World Cup 2015 mm-hmm. qualification game. Yes, indeed. In Mexico. No, it was Mexico. Mexico yep. versus yep. Jamaica. So Mexico yep. won the game 68-14. Other scores from around the world. Gee, the Jamaicans well, really slowed down after halftime, didn't they? They did, yeah, they struggled. They were on something. But um, <laughs> the the club game in the, in the UK Premiership, Saracens versus Harlequins, I just saw uh, last mm. night... 83,000 people for a club game at Wembley Stadium. And also, um, Berkey, I'm not sure if you saw the final of the Hong Kong Sevens last weekend, but if anyone is out there listening to the program, get on YouTube, somehow watch the game. Fiji against New Zealand All Blacks in the Sevens in Hong Kong. One of the best Sevens games you'll see. There was that reminiscent of the pass in 1990, I think it was, Timmy, over the head, through the legs. It was like around the corner pass. It set up a try. It was fantastic. Beautiful. All right, there it is, around the world in 45 seconds on the ruck. By the way, is there Mm. an apology to me too? What for? Oh, you... You... (laughs) (laughs) Took a show about rugby to get Gordon Bray to listen to this station. Sensational effort! And he's absolutely... Nice to have you on board, Gordy. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. Absolutely hooked, Gordon Bray. Cannot turn it off. It's terrific. The Waratahs. I think he borrowed my three hooks from the yeah, he did. The Chiefs and the Waratahs. Uh, a tough old night for the Waratahs that second half. Uh, boys, what did you make of that loss? 30 to 13, they went down, Matty. It just seemed like they, they lost a bit of direction, didn't they, in that second yeah. half? Uh, they were playing a bit of catch-up. Uh, you know, the, the, the Chiefs were 
they were good without being brilliant, I think, at the same time. But they, they, they have that intensity, don't they? They have the ability Especially to... when they've all shaved their heads. Well, exactly. That makes Whoa. it even scarier, doesn't it? <laughs> it wasn't hard to pick up who. Like, I, I looked at the game and I was trying to find Sonny Bill Williams, but they all looked the same. <laughs> what about the, 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 the uh, big uh, open side prop, was he, who's the, with the pink boots? You could pick him up, Timmy, anywhere. He, m- m- most tries got, I think, by, from indeed. the team. He, Unbelievable. He scored again on the, uh, on the wing last night as well with the pink boots. Exactly yeah. right. That, that's the kind of guy you don't question about the pink boots, is it? No. Like the shaved head prop. Mate, <laughs> Lovely boots you got there. <laughs> but they did struggle last night, and, and you know, thought they would have gained something of, of momentum from that Sharks game last weekend. But, uh, you know, they, as we spoke about just a bit earlier, they, they, their ability to – it was direction, I think. You know, they, they, they tried their – I mean, they, there was a trying factor there. They tried hard, but mm. they just lacked a bit of direction and be able to finish off the, the, the basics. And in the end, um, you know, the Chiefs are a good outfit this year and, and so I think surprised a lot of people. What did you make of the Tars, Timmy? Well, I thought certainly they were only they were behind by three points at half time, thirteen ten. You thought they were still a good chance. I think Berwick Barnes adds a lot more width to the game, and they they turned over a fair few balls, pick and drive. I think that's where Coach Michael Filer will have to have a really good look. Dave Dennis turned over a little bit of ball, as did Dean Mum. So they just couldn't get any continuity in the game. So they weren't far off. But the Chiefs, when you hear those big cowbells ringing at Hamilton, they're very hard to stop. And they get on the momentum and they get on the roll. So. They're going to be one of the better better sides in New Zealand Conference. And, and you really got to pick yourself, as I was saying at the start of the show, is when you play against these New Zealand teams as an Australian team, you then start to realise what level you're at. Matty, you mentioned about direction. Is that not just you know, you know the getting around the field, but I guess like the captaincy, the Waratahs, it's been a bit all over the shop, hasn't it? Because Daniel Hungahu, of course, was there. Then Ben Robinson took over and had that great win last week. Well, uh, Rocky Elson. Well. Yeah, exactly. Will, will they go captaincy, the big C, go straight to his name? How do you work that kind of stuff well, out, Tim? It's a tough call, isn't it? I, um, when you're looking at the, the at the team, Timmy, before, he, uh, before you jump in, the... the it's pretty hard to have a prop as a captain, I reckon. He's concentrating on so many bits and pieces. You need someone around that sort of nine, ten role, maybe a seven role, just to be chirping and stuff at the referee the whole time. So, big call, Timmy. How do you work out a captain? I don't know. Well, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I mean, Rocky Elson. I actually did hear a rumor during the week that he's looking to retire, but I then did hear that maybe he's he's two or three weeks away from coming back. But yeah, no, he is I'm retiring. A, he is really? retiring. Yeah. You're looking yeah. at the date again, aren't you, Matt? <laughs> Damn it. I nearly got you. <laughs> still April Fool's. Still April Fool's. It's still 24 April hours. April, yeah. But I, I mean, the captaincy, the leadership for the Waratahs is really important. And actually, if I go back to my one and only coaching year against for the under-8s. Yes. Um, the, what what, what the team? The under-8s of where? where? What was this team? Under-8s, under-8s. Uh, Taylor Bridge, under-8s. Nice. Uh, Taylor Bridge, Bull Sharks. And, mm-hmm. and interesting, because when you're the coach of the under-8s, you've got to give everyone a chance of captaining the team. Uh-huh. So in, in, it's quite hard, but whether you give it to the best trainer that week or sometimes I used to give it to you know the first person to turn up to training. So yes. it'd be 6 o'clock training. Kids would be there at 4 o'clock in the afternoon waiting for training <laughs> to start. But uh, then I decided that I'll... I thought, well, why don't I give it to the person whose birthday it is that you know that week? Oh, good. So the first person to put up his hand said, you know, he said, yeah, it's my birthday this weekend, sir. It's my birthday. I said, okay, well, you're Mark, you're you're captain this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting because about eight weeks later, we got Mark's invitation to his birthday. <laughs> so he'd lied to me. <laughs> he'd lied to me about eight weeks later. So I put him on the bench that week. So. Oh, really? <laughs> I would have thought that would have that would have made him the perfect captain. Give it to him permanently. <laughs> We're gonna come back and wrap it all up on the. Uh, the rugby Sunday rugby show. Foxtel for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel one three one seven eight seven. Sound of winter. 
Timmy. Good stuff, Tony. Mm-hmm. This is the ruck for Foxtel, the only place to see Super Rugby Live. Wasn't it a super Saturday yesterday, all the games on? Oh, sensational. You, I mean, you were obviously working for me. It was just uh, couch time. Brilliant. What a great way to spend the day. <laughs> just watching you work. Uh, it's been a terrific day. We've only uh, got a couple of minutes to share with you before we have to head off. It's been a big show uh, from the very outset where we did reveal exclusively here on the ruck that Jonathan Thurston had signed to play next season with the Waratahs. And look, I'll fess up. I'll be completely honest with you. It was a stupid, uh, low-grade April Fool's Day gag, uh, which I thought would be immediately picked up on. Timmy Horan uh, did that. Matty Burke... See, <coughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, no, keep going, keep going. No, no, no Matty Burke, obviously, uh, didn't get a sleep in. I'm not sure what happened, but he went with it. He thought it was the actual truth and just tried to explain why it was going to happen when, in fact, it wasn't going to happen at all. Are you upset about all that, Matt, Matthew? I actually can't even remember what I said at the same no. time. It was a blank at the moment, so I'm, yeah. I'm clutching. I'm, I'm glad Jake came on, though. <laughs> yes, Jake White then, for the, if those of you just joined us, the super coach from the, uh, from the Brumbies, uh, and Tim put that story to him, and he also <laughs> went for it in a huge it way. Was, I think, he was the, I think the lure went further down his throat than Burton. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't catch him and release him. He was gone. Uh, so, <laughs> Jake White, we apologise to you. We apologise to all. Matt Burke, all I have to say to you is this. <clears throat> things are tense. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, <laughs> tense, exactly. Very, very tense in here. All right, as we look ahead then uh, to next week, Timmy, what lights your fire? Well, first time in Super Rugby, a Thursday night game. So the Rebels are hosting the Auckland Blues down in Melbourne. And then on Friday, Good Friday, so instead of the pie and peas, it'll be the fish and chips uh, mm-hmm. on Friday night. Nice. Um, the Reds are taking on the Brumbies in Brisbane and how important it is for the Reds. And the uh, the Brumbies obviously staying to get away now in the Australian Conference. Yep. And then also, um, I mean, the Cheetahs take on the Lions. That's the who cares fixtures over in uh, in South Africa. The Bulls and the Crusaders in Pretoria. That's probably going to be the match of the Huge. round. Huge. And the Force will also host the Chiefs in Perth on Friday night. All right, there it is. Get out and enjoy your footy uh, and come back to us next Sunday when we'll do it all again. Have a great week. See ya.